I came here today thinking me and you were similar. But sitting around this table, I know that me and you are so worlds apart. Most definitely. Worlds apart. I look to nothing to come inside me and win fights. Only the power of God above. That's it. And I get the power from that. I don't get the power from anything else. I don't need a second person to come and help me. I've already beaten people like you many, many times. What if I told you that the heavyweight boxing champion of the world is an outspoken Catholic? Yep, Tyson Fury, the 6'9", 266-pound world heavyweight boxing champion, has often spoken of his faith. But you've got to see how it played out in one of the most stupendous boxing matches in the whole history of the sport. Tyson Fury dedicates all his fights to Christ, and he has never lost a fight. He dedicates them to our Lord Jesus Christ. And you know, he prays before every fight, not just for his own safety, but for his opponent as well. And there's lots more. Right now, the boxing world is actually focused on Fury's matchup with the Ukrainian boxer, Oleskandr Usyk. And that gives you the perfect opportunity to evangelize your friends who are into boxing, to inspire your friends and family especially those who are interested in Tyson Fury, because he, as I said, he promotes all of his fights. He dedicates them all to Jesus. And he dedicates all of his success to Jesus as well. In this show, we're going to take a closer look at Tyson Fury's faith, which doesn't get much focus in the mainstream media. And it also gives me a great opportunity to introduce to you LifeSite's editorial director, Paul Smeaton, who has pointed out Tyson Fury's faith as he's a boxing fan. Now, don't get me wrong, Tyson Fury is by no means perfect. He's one of the most outspoken, unpredictable characters in all of sports. In fact, his dress sense, his press conferences, his kind of maverick fighting style, all of it, it's larger than life. Now, he does engage in the type of trash talk, I guess you could say, which is very typical among fighters, and it's sometimes pretty vulgar. But that shouldn't make us overlook the incredible witness that he is giving to the faith, or the amazing work he's doing to give hope to those battling with mental health issues. Now, Paul Smeaton is going to take us through one of the most compelling and profound personal journeys in Tyson Fury's life, which Fury is absolutely clear that, in his words, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is absolutely central to him and everything about him, including his boxing. In this show, we're going to be digging into some of the biggest moments of Fury's career. And if you're not familiar with Tyson Fury and his story, then by the end of this show, you're going to want to know more. And if you're already a Tyson Fury fan, this show will make you realize just how crucial Fury's faith is and divine providence has been his life and his career. Now, it all goes right back to the very beginning of his life, as Tyson Fury himself recounts in his autobiography called Behind the Mask, and I will quote it for you. Fighting was in my DNA, and from the moment on 12th of August 1988, I came out of my mother's room weighing in at just one pound. I was showing my fighting spirit just to stay alive. 
My mum and dad feared the worst again when I struggled for life, and the doctors made it clear that it was a 100 to 1 shot that I would make it through the night. But when I opened my eyes after coming back to life for the fourth time, my dad has told me that he looked at me and said, quote, He's going to make it. He'll be seven foot tall, weighing 20 stone, that's 280 pounds. He's going to be called after Mike Tyson, and he'll be the heavyweight champion of the world. End quote. How incredible that all of that actually came true. This is the John Henry Weston Show. Stay tuned. Hey there, friends. I just wanted to tell you about something in case you didn't already know it. LifeSite is in partnership with a group called St. Joseph's Partners because in today's day and age where things are getting more and more strange out there, we want to be sure that, you know, we have some reserves of gold and silver so that if debanking happens, which has happened before and, and seems to have gone on with the truckers and everything else, that we at least have some backup. Um, and so there's been a lot of investing in gold and silver. We wanted to find a company, though, that we could trust with our investments like that. And St. Joseph's Partners is such a company. Obviously, by their name, you know that they're Catholics, and we know that they're very, very faithful indeed. You can go check out the shows I did with Drew Mason, who is the founder of St. Joseph's Partners. But also, I wanted to tell you about a neat little project we did. And this is really for both support of LifeSite News, but also for gifts for those people who sort of have everything and you wonder what you can get for them. Well, we minted a coin, uh, a silver coin, and it's a one ounce silver round, they call it. It has uh, LifeSite on the front for our 25 year anniversary that we're celebrating, but also on the back, it commemorates the overturning of Roe v. Wade with the Dobbs decision. So it's a collector item coin and uh, encourage you to grab one for yourself, grab one as a gift for that person who seems to have everything else. They might like it very much. And uh, please support us at LifeSite News by getting our coin. Uh, we've just printed under 10,000 of them. So it's a collector item, limited edition. God bless you and thank you. Paul, welcome to the program. Thank you, John Henry. Good to be here. Let's begin as we always do at the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Well, I am so glad that we get to discuss something so with so much fun, and that's, I think, for a lot of people, going to be really exciting. So tell us about uh, Tyson Fury. I'm just one of a bunch of normal men around the world who probably spend too much time uh, on YouTube looking at sports, um, and have spent a lot of time watching Tyson Fury. Uh, so... I guess a lot of a lot of our viewers will know, and maybe maybe a lot won't. Tyson Fury is the current heavyweight boxing champion of the world. He's also arguably one of the most or the most charismatic sports people today. So lots of people will discover Tyson Fury in different ways. Uh, maybe some of our readers will have discovered him when we covered him sometime in 2021, when he had the most incredible witness to our Lord immediately after um, a very famous victory of his, his third victory over Deontay Wilder. Let's actually take a look at that. Walk me through what got you up twice after you had put him down. First of all, I'd just like to say thank you to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus, I won this fight tonight again. 
I give him the glory, he gives me the victory. It made me legs strong, I was down a couple of times, I was hurt, Wilder's a strong puncher, and he's a tough man. I was hitting him with some big shots, and my Lord and Savior rose me to my feet tonight to give him the glory. Just amazing. He's so upfront about his love for Jesus Christ and his attributing his own victories to Jesus as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there aren't many people who can speak like that. And it's incredible that somebody um, in such a moment of such drama with so million, many millions of people around the world watching um, speaks with so much passion and eloquence. I think that really comes through. I mean, he's just um, he is objectively a warrior. And then I think when you know the backstory of that, that whole trilogy, which I think will go down. I mean, one of the reasons this is interesting is that people are going to continue for years to watch this trilogy story with Deontay Wilder. Um, and what made me want to uh, write this article and do this show is that, yeah, it's, it's one of the most interesting and compelling sporting spectacles um, ever. And certainly in boxing history, it's already a famous, famous fight trilogy. The kind of the religious backstory to that whole trilogy saga, I think most people miss or they just don't know. And it's absolutely fascinating. Take us through it, please. The way I sum this up for people who don't know, which I think is most people, they, they have either missed this um, or, or just never heard of it. This is one of the most famous boxing trilogies of all time. And before it happened, the spiritual battle lines of the fight couldn't have been more clearly laid out by both men. To see that, you just have to look at their interview with each other, sat down face to face prior to their first fight um, in 2019. This is something that happens before every major boxing fight. The uh, two boxers will sit down in a TV studio immediately. Uh, in front of each other and they're great drama right uh, just from a from an entertainment spectacle but this one's this one's a bit different because the conversation starts off very friendly a lot of respect between the two men but gradually it becomes heated and then there's so you know fury kind of ups the ante and insists you know uh nicely aside he's going to win and wilder responds by informing fury that when it comes to the fight, he's not going to be fighting Deontay Wilder. At which point Fury, Fury pushes him then. And uh, one of the options proposed for who, you know, Wilder claims Fury will be fighting is an alter ego or an ancestral spirit. And it's incredible to see Fury's reaction. You know, um, Fury fans will know he's a Christian, but his reaction to this is something which Catholics can uh, sympathize and relate to because he's clearly appalled by the suggestion that uh, Wilder's got some kind of um, alien, which we would assume is a demonic, demonic spirit inside him. Let's have a look. Is that like an alter ego or something? Or is it a, 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 is it like a spirit that comes into you or what is it? It can be an alter ego, it can, it can be a spirit, I, I, you know, it may be an ancestry spirit, who knows, a part Nigerian as well too. I don't too. believe in all that stuff at well, all, I do. because That's Jesus the... Christ is my saviour and I don't believe in all spirits and alter egos, and even mentioning stuff like that on TV, you're getting it. And the, and, Honestly, and 
That's the difference if God is with me, me and you. nobody can be against me. And if you're entering spirits and stuff into your body, you can't win. You've already lost. You can't beat me. I sit here today as a sincere man who tells the truth and hides nothing behind no curtains. I'm beating you. One million percent. I've not got no doubts. Even after all the time off, you cannot beat me. What you believe in, I may not believe in. What I believe in, you may not believe in. That's just the case that you just showed to me. 100%. But that's the thing about it. Just like I feel like I'm a better fighter, you may feel like you're a better fighter than me. I don't feel it. You say you know it. I know it. Your time may come, but this is not your time. You may think it's your time. You may feel like it's your time. But it's not your time, Tyson. This is my time. Definitely and it not. will forever be my time until I retire. I'm sorry to tell you that because I speak it, believe it, receive it. Speak it, believe it, receive it. Speak it, believe it, receive it. And it's mine. Let me tell you, all that stuff you just said, you're already beat. Believe it. Anyone who has to have believe an alter ego it. and not be believe themselves in there. real. And trying to get in someone's mind like it that. Is. I'm not you trying to get in You can't beat mind. me. It's and if I'm not talking to Deontay Wilder, it's not let me talk to the other person inside you, in. the bronze bomber. I'm not trying to get in You're looking at a man who stands in the light. I don't want you I to can't be beat by any alter ego. I don't want you to feel me. I can't be beat. I don't want you to feel me. I've already beaten you. I've beaten you once in Dusseldorf. I'll beat you again in America. And then the dramatic moment, which I mean, just is mind boggling that it was said before the fight is Wilder insisted that the fight was going to be a fight between Fury's God and Wilder's God. Whoa, whoa, let's watch that. Because I want the world to know the truth. And people like you want them to know nothing. You might say, speak it, believe it, see it, but I don't know no, what you believe in. Believe it, receive it. I don't I know what you believe mind. in. You believe in something I don't. Well, that's the problem. And it, we and don't I'm, believe in the same things. And we're from a different And this world. is where I don't like a you anymore. Culture. I came here today thinking me and you were similar. But sitting around this table, I know that me and you are so worlds apart. Most definitely. Worlds apart. I look to nothing to come Light inside years. me and win fights. Only the power of God above. That's it. And I get the power from that. I don't get the power from anything else. I don't need a second person to come and help me. I've already beaten people like you many, many times. I bump into people like you every single day of my life. You ain't got no power. But you power in what? It? I felt the ultimate power from above me. The power I'm feeling nah, for you, you is negative. You negative energy. That. You ain't felt that because You're I told a you a long time ago I'm going to baptize you. Yeah, well, let's see if you and can I'm gonna baptize you every, I'm going to put the spirit can, inside of you. 100%. I don't and want I'm gonna show you the spirits that you claim I don't want. It's gonna be your God against my God. Time and time again. Now, what happens? The first fight happens, it ends up a draw, and that's got its own story, which is very interesting itself, and it's a bigger part of the bigger picture of why Tyson Fury is such an interesting character. There's there's a lot to his story. One thing about Tyson Fury that's clear from everything he speaks about his career and his boxing life. He's very deliberate in what he does. And his speeches, his witnesses to our Lord immediately after his fights are not always the same. Now, the first fight ends up a draw. The second fight is the first time that Fury gets a conclusive victory over Wilder. And at the end of that second fight, the first time he gets a conclusive victory in this fight, which Wilder has insisted is going to be your God against my God, Fury makes a very pointed victory speech. And now he's with Bernardo. Tyson, 
describe what it feels to do what you just did. You said it, you called it, and you made it happen. You know, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I said those who bring evil against me will not prosper. I said those who stand in the dark can never come into the light. All praise be to the one and only true God, Jesus Christ. Just a quick note before we return. If you would like to stay up to date on LifeSite's coverage of the latest life, family, and culture news, subscribe to one of our many newsletters by going to lifesitenews.com slash subscribe. And if you'd like to help us bring our truth-telling coverage to millions around the world, please consider making a one-time or monthly donation at give.lifesitenews.com. And now, back to the video. Jesus Christ, the one and only true God. So the first one was a draw. The second one is this, the victory and his statement. Is there, There's a third fight again. There's a third fight, and that's that's the one that I think we started out with on this show. It's the first one that we reported. The third fight is uh, an epic battle, and it's particularly eloquent speech uh, from Fury at the end of it, um, donned in a, in, a, in a Jesus cap. Uh, you know, maybe a lot of viewers watching his speak you know don't know much about him or who um just see these for the first time on youtube might assume he's a he's a born-again christian or, or something like that in his his manner but you know he, he is a catholic he comes from a, a gypsy traveling background um and he's proud of uh, of all his background including his catholic faith there's something you told me before with regard to the first fight unpack that for us if you will because i think that really is so central to this epic battle the first fight contains what I think will go down in, in some ways you could say it already has as one of the famous moments in boxing and sporting history generally. And that's what is now widely referred to as uh, Fury's resurrection moment. What do you mean resurrection moment? Okay, so Wilder is widely understood to have the hardest punch in boxing, um, possibly the hardest punch in, in boxing of all time. And the consensus around boxing around this fight is that if Wilder hits Fury cleanly once, then he doesn't get up. Now, Fury's winning the whole fight um, fairly comfortably and is, is headed for what, you know, and I can explain more about this later, there's relevance to it, but he's headed for what's a, a, uh, an unexpected victory. He was going into the fight as the underdog. So he's winning the whole fight, 12 rounds. And in the 12th round, Wilder gets his moment and hits Fury as cleanly as you like with his hardest punch. Nobody watching around the world, nobody watching on TV or in the stadium, especially not Wilder, thinks Fury's getting up. He has to do something, surely, to put Fury down here in this last round. Oh, great shot from Fury, terrific right hand. Oh, and down he goes, right hand, left hand. And I don't think he's going to get up. I think it's all over. I think it's over. Is he going to get up? Can he get up? Can he get up? He does. Oh, my goodness. Somehow Fury has managed to get up. The referee is having a very, very close look at him. Is he going to allow him to continue? In the last round, is Wilder going to turn this one around? He has another big left hook. 
And Fury needs to hold on and buy time. His corner are imploring him to hold on and buy seconds, which he does as the clock continues to tick down. Still more than half a round to go. Fury, how did he get up from that? I thought that was all over. Here comes Wilder again, trying to land massive headshots. Fury trying to keep away somehow. Wilder senses the end is near. He's looking for him. Another left hook, partially blocked. Tries to measure him. Fury crazily, his arms behind his back. Lance counters. Oh, what a left hand from Fury. Great punch. Great punch from Fury. Where did that come from? He dropped his arms, invited Wilder in, and caught him with a peach of a hook. And now Wilder's holding on. He's almost going down. Deontay Wilder is struggling. And there's still a minute to go in this extraordinary last round. I can't believe what I'm seeing. I don't know what's going on. Fury somehow, somehow has come back. He said it was his destiny. And you begin to wonder, how did he get up from that? And Fury has got him looking for Wilder now, who has once again, seemingly, it looks, he might have punched himself out. And Fury is the one looking for Wilder now. There's a shake of the head from Wilder, as much as to say, what is this in there against me? How is he doing this? We're into the last 25 Stop. seconds my of the break, fight. My break, my break. One my of the most thing. extraordinary Step final back. rounds you would ever, ever see in a heavyweight contest. The greats of the sport are gathered at ringside to watch this. And the last few seconds now, we're in the last five seconds. And the bell goes a little early. And Fury goes around the ring, jumps onto the ropes and celebrates. And Wilder, despite that knockdown in the last round, goes back to his corner with the look of a beaten man. So Fury gets up, right? Fury gets up, incredible moment in sport. And whereas everyone's thinking he should lose this fight, should be knocked out, knocked out, shouldn't be able to, to get up and continue, he ends up becoming the more aggressive of the two uh, in the fight for the rest of the round. There's a, there's a great moment where Wilder's sort of shaking his head in disbelief. What the heck is this guy in the ring doing here? So that shouldn't happen. If you don't watch boxing regularly, if you don't know, that shouldn't happen. And certainly the consensus within the boxing fan community is, yeah, this, this, is, a, this is a unique, this is a special moment. So obviously those of us watching with Christian eyes, with eyes of faith, you've seen in the first part of this, this episode, um, there's a spiritual dimension to this fight. Both fighters have named it clearly. Um, the other reason why this is so special and so significant um, and a reason it has a huge appeal for, for millions of people around the world is that this moment is a really beautiful kind of encapsulation on the particular journey that Fury had been on um, himself. So this fight comes after nearly three years out of the ring during which Fury suffered crippling um, mental health issues, uh, which very nearly uh, resulted in his death through, through an attempt, through a suicide attempt. And it's actually the motivation to come back and fight Deontay Wilder, partly, um, which was one of his spurs on, on, his, on his comeback. But this fight happens, you know, really soon for Fury, much, much too soon, really, sooner than he would have liked, liked to. So it's a dangerous occasion for him. Um, nobody's thinking he should go and take this fight. It's too soon after so long. The ring during his time out of the ring he put on a huge amount of weight 
uh, was kind of trapped in a cycle of depression, alcohol, drug abuse, um, blew up to, I think, 28 stone. He, he, uh, he regularly cycles. had to lose about 10 stone for, for, for this, you know, to get in shape, to come back to the ring. And so in some ways it's, it's a resurrection. It's, it's a kind of encapsulation of his own story from being down and out in life and, and through being so close to despair and, and really a great image of hope to, you know, there can't be a more uh, clearer, be- more beautiful image of hope than to, to, to climb back off the canvas after life has knocked you down. Um, he certainly sees that in, um, in his fight. It, it, and in that moment, um, there's a moving, moving speech not long after the fight with one of the interviewers. He's all cut up with bruises and uh, he's very clear that um, he took on the fight and all of that was done for other people suffering uh, seriously with mental health issues. Let's see that. Two and a half year out the ring, 10 stone ballooned, mental health problems. I just showed the world tonight, everyone suffering with mental health, that you can come back and it can be done. Everybody out there who has the same problems that I've been suffering with, I did that for you guys. You know the truth. Everybody knows I won that fight. And if I can come back from where I come from, then you can do it too. So get up, get over it, and let's do it. Seek help and let's do it together as a team. So he saw in this right away his own sort of resurrection. There's an absolutely uh, lovely quote where he speaks to this directly um, in his autobiography. Shall Shall I read it for you? Please do. Please do. So he says, the darkness gave way to light as I rose to my feet. It was all meant to be, whatever had happened in my life. I was supposed to go down against Wilder. I was supposed to rise dramatically. Where is Tyson Fury right now? How long has he been the world heavyweight boxing champion? Fury now is really riding a crest of the wave of of popularity since his... Uh, victory over Wilder in the second fight. He's really riding a crest of, of the wave of popularity. Uh, there have been moments in his career which were much more difficult for him personally. But now I think so many millions of people uh, have warmed to him and have a special connection to him uh, huge, uh, in large part because of um, his battles with mental health. The fact that he's, he's seen by many people now as a kind of survivor um, and somebody with a with a heroic and inspiring story and he'll continue to be in the news a lot this year i imagine it you know in a couple of months he'll probably be fighting for uh the undisputed heavyweight championship with a ukrainian called alexander rusik he'll be in the paper more and more um and i think it's really a good a good reason for us to really pray for tyson fury um he's a man who's very open about the trials he goes through on a regular basis uh, you know, it's obvious from from his huge fame and wealth and everything about his life that he has trials that most of us won't experience. And he's somebody who is witnessing to our Lord, to to faith, in the most uh, incredible way. And I think he needs a lot of prayers to to continue in that and uh, to be to be kept firm in the faith, be brought closer to God. How many of us actually pray for these people who? you know uh, we allow to entertain us for hours and hours of our time and who inspire many of us so i think it's just um something which is maybe overlooked which is is worth all of us remembering absolutely also i think tyson fury he brings out a side of faith that is 
uh, not at all tame, uh, not at all weak or wimpy. He's the toughest guy alive. Um, and it's uh, just amazing to see. Thank you so much, Paul Smeaton, for bringing this out to us. I encourage everyone to go read Paul's article on Tyson Fury and uh, what he's done. Paul, again, is our director of editorial. He's the guy behind the scenes working with all the journalists to publish our, what is it, like 30 articles a day every day at LifeSite News? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Unreal. And uh, Paul heads also a team of editors who work on getting that all out. God bless you, Paul. And thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, Henry. And God bless all of you. We'll see you next time. Hi, everyone. This is John Henry Weston. We hope you enjoyed this program. To see more like it, be sure to hit the subscribe button below to get all the latest content from LifeSite News. Check the links in the description to read more and connect with us on social media so that you can stay up to date with all the latest life, family, faith, and freedom news. Thanks for watching, and may God bless you.